When you watch, when you stream, when you scroll, you get a team of journalists vetting each story, asking tough questions, and delivering in-depth information so Alaskans stay informed. That's Alaska's news source. Today in the Morning Edition, 22 homicide cases in 2023. The Anchorage Police Department is asking for any information from the public and a reminder you can submit tips anonymously. Better Jobs for Alaska, a campaign supporting the ballot initiative to raise minimum wage, but with that could come some costs. And later, it is the world's largest cruise ship. Icon of the Seas makes its grand entrance to Miami. We have a look at the massive amenities on board before it sets sail as the morning edition starts now. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for waking up with us on a Thursday. That is a massive cruise ship. It's like a small city on a boat. <laughs> it is. A small city floating on the ocean. Oh yeah, my gosh. Like that couple that was just like, you know, I'm not even going to retire. Yeah. I'm going to stay there for the rest of my life. I mean, you <laughs> probably couldn't even, like, you'd take days, weeks to explore the whole entire boat. Maybe one day I'll get to go on there. Yeah, cruising's we'll fun. Well, waking up this morning, we are watching uh, for some chillier conditions to make a return to parts of uh, South Central. Now, as far as that freezing fog that we've been dealing with the past several mornings, uh, that's not much of a concern as we start off your Thursday. Those temperatures, though, uh, they are sitting in the teens and the 20s across South Central as we start off uh, your morning. Some of the coldest stretch of weather continues out towards the Copper River Basin, uh, as well as out towards Valdez, where temperatures uh, waking up this morning sitting uh, in the single digits. So be prepared for the possibility that we could see some freezing fog, but overall uh, today will be a lot better when it comes to uh, navigating those roads as visibility shouldn't be an issue. 18 degrees uh, as we start off the morning. You can see with those winds out of the north-northwest, it feels more like 11 degrees outside. Uh, we do have uh, 16 degrees in Palmer, 18 degrees in Kenai, 27 in Homer, uh, 11 in Valdez, so from Valdez to the Copper River Basin, uh, this is where we're holding on to some of those colder conditions this morning. But uh, the good news is we'll see some peaks of sunshine today. We just struggled to see some sunshine the past several days uh, due to that fog. And with the absence of freezing fog this morning, uh, we're certainly going to see that uh, better opportunity for some sun into the afternoon hours. Outside of Valdez, uh, you can really see some parts of the uh, uh, south central continue to see warmer conditions. Still chilly outside, but nowhere near what uh, those colder conditions that we did see uh, for the past uh, 24 hours. So we're seeing somewhat of a warming trend. Today, though, those temperatures will once again stay in the upper teens and the lower 20s. There's a possibility uh, we could see some flurries with those lingering our cloud covers that we do have as we start off the morning. But there is a better opportunity for snow into the weekend. I'll have those details for you as well as what to expect when it comes to that seven-day forecast. As you can see, temperatures do begin to warm into the weekend. Those details for you coming up. Three people rescued and back on land after their boat overturned near Sitka. The U.S. Coast Guard also confirms two people died in that capsizing, which happened on Tuesday. The three who were rescued from the water were taken to Sitka for medical treatment. The two who were initially missing were found inside the vessel's cabin and did not survive the incident. Their identities have not been publicly released. Three years after a woman's body was found off a South Central Highway in the middle of winter, a plea to the public provide information that leads to the killer of Arnoldine Hill being caught, and you could see a reward of up to $10,000 from Matsu Crime Stoppers. Alaska State Troopers have been investigating the January 2021 death of Arnoldine Hill for over three years. Dozens of Alaska State Troopers have been assigned to investigate this murder. However, our case has turned cold. 
Alaska State Troopers say the Hooper Bay woman was last known to be alive in Midtown Anchorage. That was in mid-December of 2020. Authorities think she may have been killed in Anchorage before her body was found near milepost 81 of the Parks Highway the next month in January of 2021. Troopers also noted that Hill may have been in Anchorage, Wasilla, or Willow before she was killed. If you have any information that might be relevant in this case, consider submitting tips to Alaska State Troopers directly, or you can send tips to Matsu Crime Stoppers by calling 907-745-3333 to reach that line. And again, a reward is being offered for information that leads to the arrest and conviction of the 26-year-old's killer. Crime Stoppers can also be reached online and accepts anonymous tips for the Valley. That website is matsu-crimestoppers.org. And the Anchorage Police Department is looking for information about killings that happened within the municipality to include those that took place in 2023. APD always welcomes any information from the public on its cases. For 2023, there were 22 homicide cases. A deadly officer-involved shooting over the summer is also included in that figure as federal and bureau, uh, the Federal Bureau of Investigation determines what is considered a homicide and the agency includes officer-involved shootings in its count. Now, of those 22 cases, many have seen decisions over whether or not to charge a person or people involved, but half a dozen have not. Remember that you can also submit tips for Anchorage area cases and remain anonymous at uh, AnchorageCrimestoppers.com. Nicole House, the biological mother of Denali Bremer, speaking Wednesday during her daughter's sentencing hearing. I knew that I couldn't, in good conscience, not come forward with the information that I had. Bremer having pleaded guilty to her part in the 2019 murder of 19-year-old Cynthia Hoffman, who was shot by a 16-year-old named Caden McIntosh and left to die near Thunderbird Falls that June. House told the judge that her daughter was adopted by another family when she was 18 months old, but she and Bremer had reconnected about six months before the crime against Hoffman. And as at first, she didn't believe what she was being told about what happened. She's still my daughter, but the choices that she made and the decisions that she, that she made put her in the position she's in right now. And when someone loses their life because of a decision you made, there's there's got to be consequences for that. Her daughter had also told her about a man that she'd met online, Darren Schumiller, who was supposedly willing to pay her $9 million to carry out the crime. When House saw Cynthia Hoffman's father on TV the next day, pleading for information about his daughter's whereabouts, that's when she called police. Bremer's sentencing is tentatively scheduled for February 12th. Schumiller's is expected today. We're getting a closer look at a campaign working toward a ballot initiative focused on jobs, pay, time off, and what's allowed of corporations in Alaska. A campaign that's known as Better Jobs for Alaska supports the ballot initiative to raise the minimum wage, require paid sick leave, and also increase what they call worker freedom. Like Shelverton reports. We're very excited that Alaskans were so enthusiastic about this ballot initiative. We were able to collect these signatures in record time. 41,000 signatures have been collected for a ballot initiative centered on Alaska jobs and submitted to the Division of Elections on Tuesday. The initiative backed by the campaign group Better Jobs for Alaska would raise the state's minimum wage to $15 an hour over a period of years, require a base level of paid sick leave, and increase what the campaign calls worker freedom. Thousands of Alaska workers uh, work at the minimum wage or lower, 
And so we know this will affect, according to the Economic Policy Institute, this will directly affect 12,200 people who make minimum wage or below. AFL-CIO President Joel Hall maintains the minimum wage increase will then cause an upward ripple effect. Through the paid sick time provision, a worker would accrue hours throughout the year, earning up to 40 hours a year. I think Alaskans really deep down understand that this paid sick issue is, is very important to a lot of people. Many of us already have paid sick at our jobs, but what about the people who don't? Jenna Wright, the president of the Anchorage Economic Development Corporation, says the organization does not yet have an official opinion on the initiative, but says there are potential downsides that would come with it. The primary argument against raising wages is that operational costs will increase, which will then likely increase the price of goods and services to compensate for that increase in costs. As for paid sick leave, Wright believes that would have an impact on businesses across Anchorage, especially smaller ones, as most don't offer that benefit voluntarily. To require them to start offering it, it would certainly increase their labor costs and their liabilities. Ultimately, supporters of the initiative want to support working families facing real challenges with the rising cost of living. We think people should go to work and earn a wage and be able to have that wage suffice. Lex Elberton, Alaska's news source. Concerns over the, over the initiative focused primarily on costs to employers to implement potential requirements should the measure be put to a vote and passed. And as of now, the signatures have been submitted to the lieutenant governor, who has 60 days to review them. Voters are now set to decide on whether or not to amend the home rule charter. So the municipality's chief medical officer is subject to assembly confirmation, just like the police and fire chiefs. Another passed ordinance and ballot proposition asks voters to decide on a multi-million dollar bond for the area-wide public restroom pilot project. There was also extensive discussion on the Holton Hills project proposal. At the Alaska Airlines Center here in Anchorage, rules are changing regarding what kind of bags you can bring into the facility. With the new year, the arena has implemented a new clear bag policy and bag size for guests attending events. The center says this comes as arenas and industries across the country are increasing security measures. This is really just to keep patrons safe. Um, you know, when everybody comes into the arena, uh, there's an expectation that, uh, that their bags would be searched. Um, we're trying to keep uh, prohibited items out of the venue and it just really speeds up that process. Uh, really helps our staff and it helps the, the uh, experience for the patrons as well. Still ahead, helping beagles find a home one dog at a time. <laughs> so you've probably heard of a cattle ranch, maybe even a horse ranch. But what about a beagle ranch? Yes, it's real and it's here in Alaska. All the news is next. Quiet weather continues across South Central, although a bit more cloud coverage still with us this morning. I'll have more details on what to expect as we welcome in the weekend. The first sunrise, 10.03, sunset, 4.12, 6 hours and 8 minutes of daylight. And we're back 13 minutes past the hour here on your Thursday morning. Yeah, let's check in with Aaron and see what our forecast is looking like today. Well, we're talking about, yes, those temperatures once again staying in the teens and the 20s, but we should see some peaks of sunshine today. Uh, across South Central as we do have the absence uh, of that freezing fog. Out towards western Alaska, continuing to see winter storm warnings uh, as well as winter weather advisories. That's from that system that continues uh, to really work its way through uh, the bearing uh, as it continues to march off towards the north. We're talking about uh, widespread winds gusting upwards of about 50 to 60 miles per hour. Uh, so that will lead to some areas of blowing snow uh, as we continue to head through the remainder of your Thursday. So there's those winds. You can see winds beginning to uh, 
uh, subside somewhat through the Aleutians. Winds have been gusting anywhere from 20 uh, to 30 miles per hour. Meanwhile, as you head through southwest Alaska and then up the western coastline, those winds have been gusting upwards of 55 miles per hour, and that will continue uh, through the remainder of the day. And as that area of low pressure begins to approach the Chukchi Sea coastline, uh, we're going to begin to see those winds uh, out towards Point Hope and Point Lay increase as well. Uh, you can already begin to see Cotsview with those winds gusting upwards of 50 miles per hour. That's also leading to some cold wind chills. You can see Unalakleet feels like 13 below, uh, 12 below in Galena. Now there's enough of warm air associated with the storm system uh, that we're still seeing the possibility for western and southwest Alaska uh, to see some light ice accumulation. That's in addition to the snow as well as the winds uh, that we are seeing this morning. Now, not much in the way of winds across south central. Uh, we will see some breezy conditions later today, and you can see that will keep those wind chills uh, in the teens as we head through the rest of your uh, Thursday. Good news is we will stay on the drier side today. Uh, what we continue to watch across uh, a good portion of the bearing, uh, we have a trifecta of lows. We've got this one in the bearing. We've got another one uh, just to the southwest of Kodiak Island, and then uh, just to the south of the Aleutians, another low that's going to build uh, into the bearing, and that's going to keep that active weather out west. Uh, now, Kodiak will begin to see increasing rain showers later today with some areas of wintry mix embedded within that. Uh, that's also going to lead to the possibility for some heavy rainfall uh, at times. So active conditions stay with us primarily across western Alaska as we close out this week as that ridge of high pressure uh, over Canada is largely influencing not only our weather, uh, but southeast as well, where they're expected to see uh, some sunshine stick around uh, through the day. Now, as that ridge backs off, there is a possibility that we could see some snow uh, building back into south central as we welcome in the weekend. And with temperatures warming near 30, uh, there's also that possibility for a wintry mix. So breezy conditions today across the Kenai. Uh, Kodiak seeing increasing rain and wind. You can see winds gusting up to 45 miles per hour for you. Snow for Whittier, uh, 19 degrees in Valdez, 5 below in Golcana. So still chilly across south central, uh, but temperatures have been warming as we've got that system or that active weather out west. Uh, temperatures in the valley expected to warm into the lower 20s today. And then looking ahead through the rest of this week, uh, as we welcome in the weekend, temperatures are actually going to steadily warm. Uh, we're seasonal Friday and Saturday. Snow builds in Saturday night into Sunday. Not everyone will see it, but that possibility does exist that we could see some wintry mix. And then into next week, we are trending colder, dropping back to 18 degrees by Tuesday. All right, thanks for the update, Aaron. Wasilla Man is on a mission, be the forever home of beagles who've struggled to find their own. Dave went to the valley to see what the bark is all about, and this morning's all good news. Let's get right to it. There's a house in Wasilla, Alaska that has a deck that's full of dogs. So I'm full-time a beagle wrangler. <laughs> they look like pooch passengers barking goodbye on a canine cruise ship. Meagles. <laughs> Dave Dorsey likes to laugh. <laughs> because he's a happy canine keeper. But I love them all. <laughs> and these 18 beagles at his Alaska Beagle Ranch are barking. <laughs> Wait a second. Make that 17 beagles and... Got one basset. His name is Bill. And I like to say that he identifies as a beagle. <laughs> Bassett Beagle Bill. Got it. Well, they bark because they're happy knowing this is their forever home. Where's my doggies at? They're a ragtag bunch of unwanted, but here with Dave, there's one thing they will never do without again, and that's love. You're at the headquarters of the Alaska Beagle Ranch. <laughs> this is where all beagles come to be happy. Whether it's letting them out a door. Here we go. 
or letting them outdoors. It's a stampede of unrestrained joy. They're good dogs. They're easy to love. Whether it's chasing the ball or weaving their way through deep snow trails in the yard, it's beagle mania. It's a beagle attack, you know? So. <laughs> this all started for Dave back in 2009. I was divorced for about a year, and I decided it was time to get a dog again, because I always had dogs. And well, here we are. He knows all their names. We got Duke. We got uh, Pearl, we got Xena, we got Bonnie, we got uh, Duke too. We got... And yes, beagles are notorious for their barking, but Dave has a solution. I, I know when not to wear my hearing aids. But get these beagles <laughs> in their comfort zone, in the house, and look at these sweet faces, loved, content, and calm because of this man's huge heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is truly home sweet home for these unconditional loving creatures, but does Dave have a favorite? Shiloh's had a rough life, and he's had a hard time and whatever, and he just steals my heart. Uh, this time last year, he was kicked by a moose. I'm about the fifth home he's been at. Uh, this is his last one, of course. And maybe Shiloh embodies what the Alaska Beagle Ranch is all about. So a bark. <laughs> It could mean so many things, but a simple tail wag, well, maybe that's all we need to know. I'm Dave Allgood, and that's... It's all about love. You know, you could have the worst day going on, and you come home and got these guys here. They just make it better. The All Good News. Dave Dorsey says that he makes blueberry pancakes every week for his Beagle family, and in November of last year, he says the Alaska Beagle Ranch became an official sanctuary. So if you have dog food or supplies <laughs> that are in good shape you'd like to donate, set them aside and bring them for a ride to the Beagle Ranch. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcasts from Alaska's news source automatically and stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska's news source app.